Welcome to Gamers Cafe, where I give you everything you know that's going on in the PC gaming industry. I'm your host, Brett Dicer, so let's get on with the news. All right, EA just had their beta weekend for Titanfall 2, and unfortunately, us PC gamers were left out because, well, we like to investigate and figure out what's going on with the single player, and we'll dig into the files, and they don't want that because they want everything to be a surprise or try to be surprised or seriously you can't keep anything secret anymore in this day and age i don't know why they keep on saying these stupid little things like that but they said they have fixed some things in the next update that once again pc gamers will not be able to play so expect for the pc gaming one the the, the that port to be awful because we can't beta test it and it's probably just going to not be very good because every time i see someone not doing that and only doing exclusively consoles it gets pretty bad because it's not optimized very well for PCs they're gonna say that they're gonna do everything they can but it's not mind you they said they fixed a whole bunch of things uh, sped up uh, the run for the speed uh, speed running on the walls because you know you gotta do that plus better movement so it's not gonna be the flanking will not be as bad and it, you know not so much chaotic close action uh, fighting, and all the other fun stuff that doesn't really matter to PC gamers because, once again, we will not be able to get to play this until October 28th, which I think, joking, will probably be our open beta or closed beta or some other type of beta, but it, it's, ter it's terrible. I mean, to be honest with you, I think PC gaming is the hardest one to actually, you know, write it for because... People have so many different variants on their system, and so that's the one, the one of the biggest. I don't know if this is going to work or how many bugs are going to be type of uh, situation. But a lot of developers just sidestep it, going, "Meh, we'll figure it out when it gets out because we'll already have your money." Haha. So I almost feel like response like we we want you to cancel your pre-order because we're not going to do a beta because reasons because we don't want you to figure things out. I don't know. Alright, do you have Deus Ex like I do? And I will actually be talking about my impressions later on at the end of, uh, or towards the end of the show. But uh, they've addressed the issues with the game and there are plenty of games. And I actually found that third-party programs can interfere with the game. I used uh, OBS and it wouldn't let me, there was a train station scene. I, I was recording for a while and it wouldn't let me go past it it would just not let me go past it so i finally got out of it and lo and behold it did so they said they would they actually fixed that crash with third-party programs they also fixed the crash that occurred after viewing the intro video they fixed issue that uh, could cause a crash at the end of the prog intro scene and they fixed mouse invert settings not being displayed correctly in the option menu. So if you had any of those, you're good. You're really good. You're so good. But yes, uh, there were some, there were some problems that I found. One of them I actually did experience, which is weird. They also did note, and I will also note this again: if you do not have the right system to run it on really high settings. Don't do it because you're going to run into issues. I know a lot of people like to do it because they're like, ooh, I got this, but they don't really look at what they need to run it. 
They just kind of look at the graphics card and be like, I can do this, and the rest of their system sucks. You can't run it. But they said that, well, scale it down first and then start scaling it up. Don't scale it up to the highest and then go, why is this not working and never do anything about it? And then blame developer because you're an idiot because you didn't actually try to figure out that you did it. Sometimes people are stupid, and this is one of them. Yes, I call a lot of people stupid. Deal with it. Anyways, moving on. It looks like there was a report that somebody had uh, their discoveries being erased, but that's actually not the case. Some writer said that his stuff wasn't actually being recorded on No Man's Skies, and he was having a problem with it. Well, he basically uninstalled, reinstalled that, and then figured out that the servers actually lag. Yes, they lag, so they take a while to update your discovery, so don't expect to go back somewhere and be like, oh, it's there, it's going to take a while. So once you do it, just move on, do your thing, because usually that's what you do anyways. I don't know anybody that actually goes back to the planet they've just been to when they just jumped. You're supposed to get to the center, not to go back, unless you've already been to the center, and then... Willy-nilly it free! Yay! But yes. False alarm, everybody. Uh, the the player didn't actually... His, his stuff wasn't being erased. It's just a server problem or a lag in the server. And that's what's actually causing it. So, there's no... There's no drama here. They're not... <laughs> they're not erasing it because they already have something that's going to be creating more things. So there's no point to do that. But it'd be funny if... <laughs> It'd be funny if one of the one of the developers was like, uh, was like, we're gonna start erasing everybody's stuff and put up my own stuff. Ah, oh, the humanity. Ah, that's my thing. I'm a little tired today, so if I start rambling on, it doesn't make any sense. You actually know. All right, have you been playing Ghost Recon Phantoms? Cause I haven't in years. I played it back when it was new in 2012, and it was really interesting, and then I just really got bored of it. It was just kind of meh. It was, it was an interesting uh, free-to-play sh third-person shooter. It just it got old after a while. Uh, well, it's shutting down. Yeah, it really wasn't doing that well. It had about 800 people, concurrent players, playing, which isn't very good. So Ubisoft was like, nope, we're pulling the plug on this one, so it'll be shutting down December 1st. That's right, folks. December 1st. So you have three, four months of playtime, and then it'll be gone forever. No more. No more. And then you'll have to find another way of playing Ghost Recon or something like that, which the new one's coming out anyway, so there you go. It might not be Advanced Warfighter, but it, it's an open-world game, and that, that's always fun because every game has gone open-world. In some ways, not not every game. There's some games that are still very closed, which is fine. I think both of them can live in harmony. That's what we love. Harmony. I told you I'm very tired today, so it's going to be a very weird show. Uh, anyways, moving on. Intel is actually uh, trying to get PCIe-based SSDs into the mainstream. Yes. That's right, you, you're, you're used to hearing just SSDs and they use the SATA uh, connection to actually connect into it, but the new versions are using the PCIe uh, ports instead. If you are kind of into the PC gaming see, uh, scene, it's kind of where you put your graphics card or anything else, but mainly your graphics card in there. Uh, you can Now, if you have a newer motherboard, you can put SSDs into there. They're also a lot faster with transfer speeds as well. 
Um, so it's great to see that one company is trying to do this and try to get into it. So what what you can see from the 600 line is the more memory you get, the more bang for your buck you get, but the higher the price is. So the 1,024 gigabyte or one terabyte uh, SSD is $359, which is about 35 cents per gig. And then it goes up percents to 40 cents for 512 gigs, to 41 cents, to 256, to 54 cents per gig for 128. So like I said before, you're, it's better just to get the more higher price because more bang for your buck. Because we like the bangs for our buck. Uh, also, the speeds also go up pertaining to how big the drive is as well. Now, there's other drives that are actually a lot faster, the Samsung uh, 950 Pro and the OCZ slash Toshiba RD400 models are actually quite a bit faster, but they're also quite a bit more money, so take that into all consideration. But this is the future, folks. Uh, we're going to be seeing more of these and more of these more in common, and uh, the old mechanical hard drives are going to eventually go bye-bye because they aren't going to be used anymore. Which means more room to put more more fancy stuff in there. Fancy, fancy. Because I used to remember it where it was only mechanical hard drives and you could never, it, a gig was really expensive, but now it's not. It's actually the norm. Weird. All right, Blizzard has rolled out live streaming for Facebook on Battle.net. Yes, that's right. You can now stream to your friends and annoy the heck out of them about your Overwatch playing through Battle.net. Yes, they've just updated today, and I and I uh, tried to figure out today. Um, so here's the gist. you uh, It's in beta right now, so uh, there are probably going to be bugs, but it's, it's pretty super smooth. It's an easy startup process. You just have to link to your Facebook account, and then you can enter a uh, stream title. You can enable microphone or not, but you probably should. If you're going to be live streaming, you can enable webcam or not. That's up to you. If you don't think you're good looking, well, that's your problem, not mine. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not your, I, I'm not your cheerleader. I, I just delivered the news. Uh, but uh, you can also share to your personal account or pages that you manage as well. That's another thing to note. So if you don't really want to bug your friends, which I highly recommend, unless all your friends are gamers, then you could say, "Look at me, I play, woo." Uh, but I, I, I just do, if you have a page, just do it that way. But if you don't, there you go, bug your friends. You're like, look at me, I'm playing, you should watch. But yes, you can do it on your own timeline or as pages that I manage and make sure you do the right one, but you also have to do another extra step for that. But once you're done with that, it's all smooth sailing. Um, you just have to enter your stream title and then you're good to go. There's other options in the background as well as making... Uh, picking which webcam you're going to use, picking the microphone you're going to use, also picking the size of uh, how big the webcam is going to be when you're streaming it, and what side of it's going to be on. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of interesting things. I think it's pretty easy to set up. I'm hoping they'll do more of the other uh, sites out there like Twitch, YouTube Gaming, Hitbox, Beam, unless it turns into Xbox One streaming or whatever else they're going to name it. But Beam right now. But if you didn't know, they also got bought out by Microsoft. But in one of those, it'd be awesome to see them actually allowing that too. But for now, you're, you you can share your gaming highlights or live stream gaming on Facebook instead of denying your friends to join your game. 
because I'm pretty sure they're getting tired of your free-to-play join me so I can get coins thing. Just saying. Alright, are you a long, dark type of person? Well, good news for you! There's going to be a new location and new story mode update. Yes, there's going to be a new location and story mode is eventually going to be getting up there. There's also going to be updated graphics and updated uh, mechanics for grass. Updated more high resolution uh, rocks, so the rocks are going to be even crisper and rockier than ever before. Um, there's also going to be a little bit of tweaks for the UI and mechanics as well, plus the inventory system is going to have a little bit of a tweak. Um, so what they're saying right now is they're not really going to make be making any more newer areas until they get the story mode out there, and they've been working on that as well. Plus the, the clothing mechanic is going to be tweaked and played around with to make it better as well. You can play episode one right now if you get the long dark, but for the sandbox mode, you're not going to see any more new areas until they get the story mode done, over with, because they're supposed to already get it out in spring 2016, and, well, spring has sprung, and summer is on its way out the door, so they got to do something. All right, are you still playing Prison Architect? Because it actually is a fun game. Well, they are going. They're giving their final update, dev tools and cheats available as well. Now, if you're going to be a cheater, because you can, uh, you will not be getting unlocks or anything or up, upgrades or anything like that. So, do it when you've gotten all the upgrades and then cheat. Cheat all you want, but before that, I would not cheat. Um, I do like this game. This game is fun, especially with all the mods. You can turn into more of a Star Wars type game, which you know tickles my nerdy fancy, uh, or anything else like that. So check it out. It's good. it's version 2.0, and they kind of made a joke how well they they made a game faster than what the Olympics did, which is actually kind of cool. Between four years, they actually already did it. So that's that's really awesome. I kind of like that for that. But yes, check it out if you haven't. It's a really fun game. It's a top down, you know. Build your own jail type game, have prison breaks and do nefarious things if you want to as well. But yes, it's it's really fun. Alright, are you still playing the division? Well, my first question is why? Why would you do that? It's such a boring game after a while. And two, uh, well, there are gonna be some delays. So they're gonna originally have two DLCs coming out. Pretty pretty soon, Survival is supposed to come out alongside with uh, Update 1.4. And then last time was originally said for late 2016, which is uh, approaching soon. However, they were like, um, we got things to fix. And they've had they've had problems since launch. It's, Division just has not worked right. Endgame was just dreadfully boring. It was boring for single player. For people that just wanted to play by themselves. Solo plays. Solo players. Uh, some people just like to do that. Just want to enjoy their game. Uh, it just wasn't that great. The cheating, the glitching, and all the other stuff was not fun either. They just had a lot of problems that they were never actually addressing. And every update they did, they had more problems. Before I changed my graphics card, I was doing fine. And then after I changed it to NVIDIA, I had so many problems where it would, it would actually crash on me every five minutes. Which basically made the game not fun because I would just plan on it crashing on me and so it's hard to review something when you can't actually play it more than five minutes every single time so there's that I just kinda got tired of it I mean it was a cool concept but it just never panned out 
And that's a problem with a lot of these games is that they have a really cool concept, but the whole how to implement it is just not there. From E3 to E3, it kept on changing, and then from the first E3 where you saw this amazing thing, it wasn't there. And people have complained that Ubisoft does it a lot. They, they do like the most optimal thing you can do, push the boundaries of the PC gaming, and then scale it back significantly where it does not look like what it what they showed off, which they always should be careful about because people get upset about that and they remember. They might buy your games, but they still remember and eventually people stop buying your games because you don't deliver on what you say you do. It's kind of annoying. But yes, they are going to be working on bugs, fixing bugs, hopefully eventually fixing most of them that they created themselves. And maybe making the Dark Zone a lot better place, making it better for solo players as well. Uh, just making it just a whole more robust place. Uh, because, I mean, you need both of those players. You need the ones that play in groups, and you also need the solo ones, because the solo ones will play just as much as the ones in groups. You never really know, but you got to cater to both of them. And I don't do the best job with the solo players. They got a little bit better over the course of since they launched it, which is back in March. But there's still a lot of problems. All right. Well, it looks like, interestingly enough, there's a new Duke Nukem game that may be announced soon. Yes, Duke Nukem Forever, which actually took forever to get out, was released to, um, well, not the best glowing reviews for a game. Actually, it was pretty bad. No one really liked it, and everybody was like, Why'd you release this? Now my tarnished memory of Duke Nukem is tarnished forever. I said tarnished twice. Get over it. Um, but yes, uh, it looks like DukeNukem.com has a new age gate to make sure that you are 18 or older. And a countdown for September 2nd. So we may actually get an announcement for it. But Gearbox has let it stay dormant for a while. Um, they kind of have, there's been some more indications from the social media as well. There's more posting going on as well. So it looks like they're gearing up for something. So something could happen. It's going to be around when PAX West is going on. So you're going to specify, but I feel like there's going to be actually a new Duke Nukem game. And dear God, I hope it's better than the first, the Duke Nukem Forever. Not the first one. The first one was awesome. Duke Nukem 3D was awesome. But Duke Nukem Forever, I hope it's so much better than that one. That one was not good at all. Not good. Are you playing Killing Floor 2? Well, there's a new update called Tactical Response. And it gives you new weapons. More machine gun type things. Flashbangs that can carry a high chance of stunning Zeds. A tactical knife, so when things get hairy, which is always... I mean, there really isn't a time where it doesn't get hairy. Uh, a new elite variant of the Housen security armor and Housen 9mm pistol, uh, which everybody can get if they play the early access. And cardboard armor, because, you know, cardboard really does save your life. No, no, it doesn't. Also, a new map from the community um, called Infernal Realm. And, well, you can, you're, it's basically what it is. Blood, bones, and brimstone. What could you not like from that? Uh, also, some different uh, tweaks from uh, the Firebug, the support, and the Medic to make sure that, it, you know, there's a lot of balance in it as well. And also the change in spawns and uh, different tactics that the Zeds might make to make it more of a challenge for everybody. 
course, if you're not very good at first-person shooters and you stand in one place like my dad does, um, you aren't very good at them and you probably should either not stop playing them or figure out a way to do better. My personal opinion on that. Anyways, moving on to first my actual review of No Man's Skies. I actually liked it. To be honest with you, I kind of like that I'm doing what I want to do. No one else is around to tell me I'm a noob or anything like that. It's just kind of like one of those very like soothing, distress, uh, distressing games. So have a rough day, just you know, flying the galaxy, doing your own thing, exploring things is fun. Finding new animals to you know name, naming them funny animals, or hating a planet and saying worst planet ever. Uh, or Planet McPlanety, whatever you want to do, it's fun. I love the exploration, the combat meh, is alright, the sentinels are kind of dumb. <laughs> it's funny because when you ever tech a, a mining facility and just blast open the door, just go in. And the sentinels will not attack you, they'll be like, where'd he go? I can't see him. Okay, searching, searching, alright, we're done. He, he left, guys, I don't know where he went. He may have gotten in that room. And maybe just standing there, but I, I don't really know. It's like they, they have this very short-term memory. It's kind of like the goldfish. Five seconds. Oh, where'd he go? Who are we looking for again? I don't know. Let's just go back to roaming the planet. Um, that was a little weird. That There's always sentinels everywhere. I don't really understand that. Um, I kind of like how it's... We're giving you one mission and one mission only to find the center of the universe. And you can do it. Any way you want, any way you want, that's the way you need it, anyway. Okay, moving on. Uh, so, I do like that. I, it's just everything, I've had little to no problems with it. The streaming side of it, uh, for recording video, was a little difficult. I did get OBS to finally work because of the fix, for the little tab. That was kind of annoying. But before that, uh, only... The only one I knew that was actually really working was XSplit, and that was the only one. Uh, Shadowplay was not working for NVIDIA as well. There was no icon for that. Uh, so you're kind of out of luck, and it's, it's not streaming friendly quite yet. They probably got things to do. There, are, there were some bugs. Um, the update did help quite a bit with the stuttering, but there still was a pretty big gap of stuttering now, so they're still going to have to work on it a little bit more. I only ran into one bug where it got, got me out of the game, but it didn't really get full, fully get me out of the game, but it kind of like minimized it and I just saw a black screen. But like I said, that was really the only one that I actually found. So I actually enjoyed my experience quite a bit. It was a, it was fun. I'll still be playing it once I stop reviewing another game. Uh, again, because it's just a fun thing just to, you know, fly around, gather materials. Seek out new life in strange civilizations to boldly go, you know, you know, Star Trek, Star Trek, uh, kind of uh, opening show tagline. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I feel like it's not for everybody. So if you don't like doing your own things and you need someone to hold your hand about mission objectives, this is not the game for you. I give it a good brew, a solid fork. Four coffee cups or good, um, good brew. Um, what I liked about it was the exploration and just going anywhere you want. Um, you know, naming planets, naming creatures, uh, just kind of doing being your own 
uh, captain, basically. I love that. Things that I didn't really like about it, uh, I didn't like the flight in the planet. That I couldn't really go down close to the ground was super annoying. Did not like that at all. I kind of want a little bit more freedom on that. Um, the under the water, the swimming mechanics needs a little work. When I get up and I'm still, I'm still dragging oxygen out. That's kind of annoying. Um, I do like the idea of allowing you to f fly your ship underwater if, if that was able, allowed to, uh, and just. The AI is not that really great. The dumb sentinels sometimes, like I said before, just wasn't that great. Um, it can get boring. So I, to me, there's a there's a certain natural like gaming for this. There's a certain like I say about four hours of good gaming, and then you just kind of just have to go to something else. So like I said, it's not for everybody. So if you don't like this type of gaming where you kind of do your own thing and make your own missions, then you are not going to like this game. Go to something else, because it's not going to be a game for you. Uh, it's it's not Call of Duty where you have to follow somebody, and there's an invisible wall because you have to follow behind them, and you can't just can't rush ahead of them because you're like, I know where I'm going. There's only one way to go. It's very strict and corridory. Uh, but yes, I highly enjoyed it. And I recommend it for anybody that's just looking to explore and just have fun and do their own things. This is for you, because you literally have to explore everything. You have to learn the language, which I think is kind of awesome that you have to do that as well. Like I said, just exploring is what it set out to do. And I think I accomplished that. Hands down, I accomplished that you have to explore. Exploring is part of the game. So I like that about that, and that's the only thing that I was expecting from it. I was expecting this awesome, amazing, like, all-inclusive flight simulation game. I was expecting an exploration game, and that's what I got. There was, like I said, there is some fighting mechanics. It's not the best, but it's it's doable. Um, but I don't really care about that as much. I care about just the resource gathering and all of that other stuff that you can do. You can fight if you want to. It's up to you. Now moving on to my impressions of Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Now that, this was a little bit trickier because I did run into actually some bugs on this one. Um, right now I think it's pretty good. Uh, I think the story isn't as good as the as uh, Human Revolution. I think that one's a little bit better. Uh, but I still think it's a pretty solid... Uh, I haven't finished it yet, so I, this is just my impression of it so far. I still think it's a pretty solid uh, game as well. Um, the the schemes or the, the default uh, controls are a little wonky a little bit, so you might want to change that. Uh, I did run into some bugs where it, it has crashed on me a couple times, which is a negative for me. Uh, now, when I first played it, Shadow Play did not work. There was no icon for that as well, but OBS and uh, XSplit did work on it, so you always have those options. So it is more streaming friendly than No Man's Skies was in the beginning. However, since the update, uh, Shadow Play does work, so you can actually do that, which I prefer because it's a lot easier to just to do short little clips that I don't have to always you know press the record button. If I don't need to. Uh, I think the graphics are. Amazing! I, I like the new um, the new augmentations. Um, the whole like managing power systems is a little weird, but whatevs. Uh, like I said, I think all around it's it's a pretty good upgrade for what it was. 
Uh, I think there should have been a little bit more optimizing going into it. But, like I said in the report before, I think some people are just dumb enough not to figure out that you can't you can't put everything on. It's not going to work if you don't have a great system. You have to have a killer system to actually do that. And some people just don't understand it. They don't understand PC gaming and the, just the intricacies of figuring out the right frame rates for you. But I've got a pretty consistent playable frame rate so far. Um, and like I said, most of it's pretty good. Uh, I like I said, from the first game to this game, there's still a lot of a lot of ways to sneak around, stealth around. I'm playing the stealth way because I kind of like to do that. It's kind of fun. Uh, and so there's still a lot, lot of that way, which I like. I like that they're giving you options of if you want to go full auto and kill everybody, you have that option. If you don't want to, you also have that option. I've killed nobody so far. Yes, I've killed absolutely nobody so far, which I think is awesome in a game that allows you to kill nobody in a first-person shooter game. <laughs> because usually in first-person shooter games, they want you to kill... Mm, bunch of people lots of people but like I said it's been a fun ride so far I've right now I'm still thinking it's a good brew I've had no really graphical issues except for the crashing but I usually now just expect it on PC gaming I, I don't expect it any game to run super flawlessly except for overwatch which is the only one that I know of as of recently that has, ha has had no crashing whatsoever for me um but yes this is this is still a good game i still like the whole dystopian i do like the different angle of this these events happened um because it doesn't matter what you did in the first game because panchea did happen uh that's what you're going to, have to deal with so they actually made it where yes your choice doesn't really matter but since the the events leading up to it did happen and everybody went crazy that's what we have and I kind of like that little um, you know kind of resentment from different people and kind of the the prejudice that we actually all have so I do like that type of angle so I think that angle is actually really good I'm just trying to finish it and seeing is if it does have a satisfying ending and it does complete its story objectives then I will actually know for sure Alright guys, that is the end of Gamers Cafe for this week. And if you like these podcasts, please consider subscribing to Digital Coffee at iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn, I'm on there, just hit the subscribe button. I would greatly appreciate it. Also follow Digital Coffee on social media, Twitter Digital CO77EE, Facebook Digital Coffee Podcast, uh, YouTube Digital Coffee Podcast, find a digital.coffee, Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast, and LinkedIn Digital Coffee Podcast as well. And if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon and Digital Coffee. And once again, I'm your host, Brett Dyster. Have a good weekend and keep on gaming. Later. Bye.